Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. But I'm going to go with Thongboy. I'd love to see some people get punched in the face. I know lots of people that are very much looking forward to sitting on the couch, hand in pants, I think you, you you took some of that out of context. That was not a stream of consciousness from Jordana. Was it? Thong boy? What the, what's the matter with you? You guys say the weirdest things. That's a bad nickname. You know, there are a lot of bad nicknames. But thong boy, yeah, that's... Uh, you know, maybe you get away with that in Jamaica, but uh, Minnesota? No, no. No, we don't want thong boy here. He's the life of the party, but uh, no thanks. Um, so DJ's having a bad phone day. Did you buy – what did you get, a flip phone? Why Why, why are you having no, such difficulties? No. Look, huh? no, I got a phone. It's basically the same phone I've had. It's just the next newer model. But, you know, you walk into the store. You think it's going to take 20 minutes or, you know, no. I allowed an hour – to get a new phone, and it took an hour and a half. And look, I knew exactly what I want. I researched. I knew they had that phone at that Best Buy, and I walked in. I said, one of that phone, and it took another hour and a half to get out of the store. Do they have a cot at Best Buy <laughs> where you can just take a nap? Then I was gonna. We had to. We had to do our our call for the show, and I was planning. Right. On doing the call at eleven, and I just thought, well, if, if I'm still here, I'll just take a break from setting up my phone, and I'll do. It. But at eleven, when I was supposed to call you to plan our show, was the point in the getting the phone where they said everything was ready to go. I'm like, oh, great, and I tried to make a phone call. Well, everything was working except phone calling. My phone oh, literally did problem. everything: texting, internet, navigation, except for phone call. So I couldn't even call you to have our meeting. I had to just. Sit hey. there and wait for them to figure it out. But that, think about that. That's not a bug. That's a feature. <laughs> I, I have a phone, but I can't but talk I can't, to you. I'm, sorry. I'm so sorry. I can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I could uh, get used to that. Anyway, so D, uh, DJ's walking around with two phones. Yeah. And uh, it's, which is very impressive. You impress your friends and <laughs> colleagues, right? Phone juggling. Oh, and but it's not Best Buy. It's not, and it's not a certain brand of phone. It's every time you go to go switch phones, it's yeah. always you know, it's an hour plus with somebody trying to get everything switched over, and the SD card, and the SIM card, and the this and the that, and logged in, and whatever. It's yeah. Terrible. Why is it so I don't difficult? Know. It's why. Difficult. It's like they they. They call somebody at NASA to get them involved. Mm -hmm. 
right? The CIA, the NSA, they have to bless your phone yep. purchase and... And then maybe if you tap your heels and blink, it it works. They did give my bizarre. they did give my daughter who was there with me a Samsung balloon. They blew up a Samsung balloon, which I you know oh. I wasn't buying a Samsung phone. <laughs> hey, but I still wait! Got the balloon. Winter is five, almost five. Uh, no, four, four. Does she have a phone yet? She should have a cell phone, don't you no, think? No, no. She has an old phone that doesn't work. She carries around with her. but <laughs> <laughs> That's the secret to happiness. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> Carry an old phone that doesn't oh, work. Oh, man. <laughs> so so uh, I, have half, I, feel I, have, I have half a new phone at this point, and with any luck, uh, by Monday, I'll have everything switched over. So we're going to set up a GoFundMe page. <laughs> <laughs> Raise money. <laughs> so... DJ can get a working phone. Oh, man. No, it's okay. not the phone. It's the, you know, I need a babysitter for a week so I can sit and figure out the new phone. Yeah. That's what I need. So I I wanted to share a quick story. We don't have much time. Tim Lammers coming up. But uh, I do my sit-ups and my push-ups, and I'm, I'm in okay shape. I'm not in great shape. And here I read this story about this 61-year-old American by the name of Peter Harley, who's going to be rowing a rowboat across the Atlantic next week, leaving from Virginia Beach, Virginia, hopefully winding up somewhere in France. He won't have a phone, DJ, but he does have solar panels on his rowboat so that he can stay in constant communications with his daughter, Bonnie Evans. He's been training for 28 months. He's going to eat nothing but protein bars, oatmeal, and pasta. Uh, this is going to take three to four months. If anybody ever asks you, how long does it take to row a rowboat across the Atlantic? Three to four months. And he's got, you know, the trade winds working in his favor. Um, the Gulf Stream kind of nudging him towards Europe. This is a 24-foot custom boat. It's got a sleeping cabin. Plenty of storage, solar panels for communication and navigation. Uh, the bathroom, though, is a bucket. He's got a desalinator so he can convert ocean water into clean drinking water. And he plans to stay in touch 24-7 with his daughter, Bonnie Evans. I would presume if things get really bad that they could dispatch the Coast Guard or, or a ship nearby to save him. But uh, good grief. And again, training for 28 months to row across the Atlantic. Good luck, Peter Harley. We're with you, man, in spirit. May uh, the winds be at your back, and may you not row into any tropical storms. Pretty quiet in the Atlantic right now. Tim Lammers uh, with some stuff, what to watch in the movies, and also a preview of Odark. The latest season, the last season, has just dropped. Tim Lammers, up next. He's here. He's here. Mother! Father is here! The king, my lady. The king. Your fate is set, and you cannot escape it. How oh, I've missed you, my son. One day, this kingdom will be yours. Thank you, Father. My king. Oh boy, that's a clip from The Northman. Nicole Kidman in that. So I might have to check that out. Tim Lammers here to give us uh, his impression. Happy Friday, Tim. 
Happy Friday to you, Paul. And yes, Nicole Kidman is in it, Ethan Hawke, and uh, Alexander Skarsgård is the Northman. But uh, this is a Viking revenge tale. This is not not about the Minnesota Vikings draft day deal yesterday. No, this is the old Vikings, the 895 A.D. Vikings, the the, uh, folks that plundered and pillaged and all that kind of stuff. Um, You have this aging Viking king, War Raven, played by Ethan Hawke. He decides it's time to show his 13-year-old son, uh, rites of passage as he begins his path to becoming the king himself one day. But War Raven has a jealous brother. Uh, he decides to kill his brother. He wants to kill the prince, but the uh, prince escapes uh, and vows revenge. He's going to come back one day and not only avenge his father's death, or he wants to anyway, and he wants to save his mother because uh, the queen was kidnapped and then made the bride of the brother that took over. So, you know, it's it's really a brutal tale, Paul, as you could about imagine. Uh, again, it's really bloody. Uh, it's about a very savage time in history. It feels like a cross between the show Vikings and Shakespeare uh, on acid. <laughs> really, really weird stuff. Not that I've never taken acid. I don't know what it's like, but I've certainly seen depictions of it. And it's like, geez, what were they thinking when they were writing this stuff? I mean, this is the visual craziness that's going on, all the the, the grunting and groaning and guttural sounds from the Vikings and howling like wolves. I mean, it's really, really Oof. strange stuff. But then it manages to settle, settle down to, to um, the story makes sense, and then it takes some interesting, wicked turns and ends up being huh. a pretty decent movie for as weird as it is in the beginning. So it's not a romantic comedy. We have established that. <laughs> yeah. um, well, but you, you it, know, it depends on your point of view. You might say, this is so crazy and laugh because of that. Uh, but no, not a comedy, no, and no romance either. Well, there's a little romance, I should say, but but it's between uh, the grown prince uh, who wants to reclaim the throne, played by Alexander Skarsgård, and uh, somebody he meets along the way, played by Anya Taylor-Joy, who, of course, is a brilliant actress, and she was in The Queen's Gambit, so you know who she is. Uh, right. She was the lead in that. So, yeah, so I guess you could say it's a little romance, but no, this is pretty much a hard-hitting revenge tale. Uh, but that you have to brace it, yourself for because it's pretty graphic. If you right, so if you don't like blood and gore, you should stay clear of the Northman, right? I would think so. I mean, you know, it's it's just some some of it's just outright repulsive. You know, mm-hmm. thankfully it's not wall to wall blood, guts, and gore. You know, um, but you know, obviously the when when it is uh, on on screen, it has such of a deep impact on you. Because it is, again, really tough to watch. So, you know, you can look at it and say, well, this is you know, a historical tale in a way. Actually, I made that Shakespeare reference earlier on acid because apparently there was this um, Norwegian uh, folk tale that inspired Hamlet. Um, so, yeah, so that, there, there's your, your Shakespeare tizer because it does have Shakespearean... Uh, themes in in the film there's no question about that well and i want to get to this next clip because i i i think this series i mean for me 
It it's one of the best series I've seen since Breaking Bad and how people with good intentions can can find themselves sliding down the hill and sliding into an area they didn't want to get to and making bad decisions which compound. Here's a clip from Ozark, the final season. Oh mama, I'm in fear for my life from the law. We're in a lot of danger. That's your choice. You're just another criminal to me now. I can go to Mexico and reestablish your control. You really think everything you do is to protect your family? Boy, I cannot wait to stream this. I'm going to be gorging on this this weekend. My <laughs> wife's out of town. I get to watch what I want to watch, Tim. Um, and without giving any spoilers away, will we be disappointed with how they wrap this thing up? And yet, it all depends on your point of view. I mean, I, you know, I first of all, I will say that uh, I'm only going to vaguely reference the first five episodes because there is an embargo on the, fin- the last two episodes, the finale they don't, they don't want the cat out of the bag right away, so they don't want the media right. to talk about that, and I respect that. But, again, normally this is the sort of thing we talk about on our Tuesday streaming segments, but first of all, it drops today, so it's available for you now, Paul, to see when you get home. Second of all, I treat this like an event. You're right. This is really one of the greatest streaming series I've certainly seen. So it is a really big deal. It's been a long time coming. Seven episodes to wrap up. Uh, season four. This is part two. Um, I streamed all seven of them weeks ago, believe it or not. I got a preview, but I've had to keep buttoned up since then. And uh, I will say that I was surprised at how quickly some things are resolved um, oh. with these first five episodes. You know, okay. you, you, you expect certain things to be drawn out over seven episodes and you get a bing bing here and there well this one really does start with a bang and so it's going to grab you from the very beginning so but you're right i mean it's got that breaking bad you know uh feel i guess you could say you know the good intentions and you know the the, the good people that are just first of all trying to save their hides effect, effectively become bad people you know mm-hmm. uh, whether it's by necessity or whether it's by the hunger for power so yeah, it's spectacular uh, all around. Uh, again, I love the acting. Again, first and foremost, my favorite from the very beginning is uh, Ruth Langmore, Julia Garner. Yep. My God. Well, she, she did that series, um, uh, something, Inventing Anna. Emma. Already. I mean, yeah, Anna, got, right. Inventing yeah, Anna. Yeah, she was good so in that, she's, too. She's really showing her range already i think she got yep. really big things ahead of her but it, yep. but also jason bateman i think this really showed a different side of him mm-hmm. that i don't know it's weird he's in a dramatic role but yet you kind of laugh with him because he's so blunt and he <laughs> i don't know it really was a transformative performance yeah. and he showed his really great abilities as what became he became an emmy winning director while working on this series. So, yeah, Laura Linney, the same thing. She was the sort of character that, you know, you kind of cited for her at first, but then she really got power hungry, and and you really come to despise her. So 
the big question with this last part of the of the finale, the last seven episodes, is it, what redemption is there going to be, if any? Can I ask you a quick question? We have less than mm-hmm. sixty seconds. I want to ask you because. Jordana was talking about this earlier this morning. She was filling in 9 to noon. She talked about stream cheating, that if Mm. you're watching something with your spouse, (laughs) you're streaming something, and let's say your spouse is out of town or she has a conflict, and you go ahead and watch the next few episodes without her or him, is that cheating? If, and I said no, I said if you go back and watch with your spouse mm-hmm. a second time, it's not cheating. But no. do you have an opinion about this? Well, look, I think we've all been guilty of it, and that brought us to a great resolve, Paul. You go back and you watch them, those episodes, with your spouse. I mean, I, yeah. I think that, yeah, I, I, it's funny. I mean, it's happened where my wife will say, well, why didn't you wait? Or I will say the same thing to her. Now, in regard to Ozark, she did pre- Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois view the episodes with me thankfully so you know i waited i waited till there was time because there is a tendency now i, I don't know how your wife feels about ozark maybe she won't mind you no you know binging she doesn't the like whole it. series this weekend because yeah. that's the that's the whole thing it's like once you stop one might be tired at one in the morning the other one might say oh, i got a good hour left in me <laughs> so I don't know if I have an I don't know if I have an opinion on it, but I guess I'm I try to be you know a good husband and I try to wait as much as possible. It's tough, but I try yeah. to wait. Sometimes you just can't. Tim Lammers, happy Friday! Thanks for the update and thanks for making us Absolutely. laugh. Absolutely, and Paul, we will talk about Ozark. We have to mention it quickly next Tuesday on the streaming. Okay, because I got to get what you think of of the series. Absolutely, I'm going to catch up to you here this weekend. Thank you, Tim. All right, Paul. Have a great weekend. You too. We'll also catch up with Joe Lindsley, live from Lviv, Ukraine, the very latest from the front line, next. Paul Douglas back with you with Joe Lindsley from Lviv Labs in lovely Lviv, Ukraine. Joe, welcome back to the show. How are you? 
Paul, good. I don't know if you can hear in the background, but you can hear the all clear alert. Uh, we, we had a very short air alarm. I'll give you a second to listen. Yeah. Yeah, I hear it. Can you hear it faintly, perhaps. Uh, we uh, Usually the air alarms are at least uh, an hour so, and this one was only about five minutes, which is very unusual. How often do you get these air alerts, and what do you do? Well, uh, you can see I don't look like I'm in a basement at the moment. Uh, it, it depends. I mean, we, we've had a few days of calm here. Uh, normally, uh, I'm in our news bunker, which is uh, our newsroom is uh, in our where sort of our supply depot and newsroom is underground. Uh, um, but it depends. I mean, lately, uh, some you, the, the weather's been nicer. Uh, in fact, the past few days, it's almost 60 degrees. Uh, and when uh, there's a, an alarm, you still see people even families uh, at outdoor cafes. Uh, people get used to it. But uh, I, I'd say the attitude has changed uh, the past week because Odessa has been hit uh, uh, really for the first time. Uh, with, with more, Odessa was sort of protected until now. And then there's been recent strikes. And then uh, yesterday or last night, uh, when the United Nations Secretary General was in Kiev, Kiev was hit. And so there's an increased fear that that we, we could be targeted here as well. So people are becoming a bit more careful. Joe, my impression is that the amount of armament, the arms, uh, everything from howitzers to drones to tanks is on the increase. And um, I couldn't help but notice that Poland has sent at least 240 Soviet-style tanks to Ukraine. Um T-72 tanks that have been around since the Soviet days. It's kind of ironic. These Soviet tanks are now being used by Ukraine uh, to battle this invasion from the Russian Federation. It, it seems like Poland, I mean, the entire NATO bloc has stepped up, the European Union, but it seems like there's a special bond with Poland. Can you talk about that? Yeah, at first I would say the irony of Soviet equipment. Uh, I mean, you know, Ukraine, I mean, Mikhail Gorbachev was in Ukraine, who helped, you know, lead the break of the Soviet. Uh, most of the sergeants in the Soviet uh, army were U Ukrainians, and like, some of the best fighters were Ukrainians. And I think that, and, but uh, the Poles have, like, this room where Lviv is, uh, it's called Galicia. Uh, and and uh, there was a long period of history where it was part of the Polish-Lithuanian kingdom, the po Polish-Lithuanian Commonwealth. Uh, there are people who speak Polish. No, uh, they have there's a lot of family ties across the border, uh, and so have a I think a, a great affinity for Ukraine. Poles also don't like the surprise that the Poles have been one of the biggest uh, supporters. And you know, remember of uh, last fall. Uh, the Poland had the controversy with, with Belarus and, and Bel Belarus was bringing in uh, refugees from Afghanistan and pushing them over to Poland. Uh, so the, the Poles, I, I think, have, have been one of the strongest allies. Uh, NATO's, you know, NATO countries have had different levels of support. I mean, Germany, uh, the chancellor of Germany has said for a while that uh, his first priority was keeping NATO out of, of this war, not protecting you know, a free Ukraine. Uh, the Poles, I think, have a different mentality than Germany. Absolutely. 
Um, and even the Germans, I, I believe, are contributing uh, armament now. And, and that's, that's a big change. At the beginning of the war, they were willing to donate helmets, and now they are ramping things up. And it looks like the EU is getting closer to an embargo on Russian oil. Uh, that would curtail, it would reduce a major source of revenue for the Russian state that's helping to keep the war going. And out of the New York Times, Joe, and you probably know this, Russia appears to be several days behind schedule in its offensive in the Donbass area of, of southeastern Ukraine. Things not going as well for the Russians, perhaps, as they would like. Uh, what are you hearing? Well, on, on the, the latter point, uh, I, you know, I always guard against complacency on that. I mean, uh, Putin, when he's in his whole history as a KGB guy, you know, is, was, has always been a pretty good strategy. And also, when he's in a bad situation, you, you don't want him to act desperately. Uh, and there is still this sense that that we're awaiting some great offensive. Uh, you know, I mean, Mariupol, there's still a that, that city that has been under siege since March 20th. Uh, there still is a tiny sort of regiment, one foothold of Ukraine, still holding part of that city. Uh, but there, there is a sense that the Russians are ready. To, they want to make a move on you know, Odessa and other places. But maybe that's a bluff. Maybe, maybe they are not capable. On the question of oil, uh, I mean, th th this is where it really people really have to decide where they stand. Uh, you know, the, 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 the German, the current ruling party in, in Germany, uh, the, the previous, uh, uh, our previous chancellor, Chancellor Schroeder, was on the board of Gazprom, the, you know, the main Russian energy company, right. and, 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 and benefited uh, a lot from that. So, uh, and, and some, the, the Baltic countries, uh, Lithuania, uh, Estonia, and Latvia, uh, early in April, so, you know, about a month into the war, they said no more Russian oil. And they, they actually had been preparing for that for years in case this happened because they, they're neighbors with Russia, uh, uh, you know, or much more closer to Russia. Uh, and uh, so th th they were ready for this and they made that stand. Uh, Germany, uh, you know, it's, it's going to be a, and, and even German officials have said it's going to be it's going to it's going to take a little while for them to reduce their uh, dependence on Russian oil. And they're not willing to do that yet uh, because, they're you know, I mean, they, they fear that, you know, the gas price, the oil price, the heating and energy prices went up too much. They would lose their electorate. And uh, and so you can see a bit look, the, the the money and the oil is very powerful, a powerful influence on people's motives. Joe Lindsley, uh, we sure appreciate the update. Glad you're safe. Jordana sends her love. Uh, Lviv Labs, thank you for the amazing reporting you're doing. Uh, in spite of uh, the artillery shells, the missiles, and the uh, the alarms, uh, hang in there, be safe, and we'll talk to you next week. Paul, thank you for that. And I think we've had a real realization this past week that that this could be a long struggle, and but we'll keep going. So thank you. Absolutely, we will hang in there right right alongside you. Thank you, Joe Lindsley. When we come back, uh, it looks like frontline workers during the pandemic are about to get a cash bonus. Mark Fry will update you on the latest from the newsroom next. I don't know about Boomtown, but some uh, frontline pandemic workers and look, healthcare no brainer. But there were a lot of other people on the front line keeping the wheels of commerce going for the better part of two years. I personally am happy that these pandemic frontline workers are going to be getting a cash bonus. 
And uh, also some good news, the depleted unemployment insurance trust fund. Looks like maybe we dodged a bullet there. Mark Fry's in the newsroom. He's actually in Studio A, and he has an update. Hey, Mark. Paul, good to see you, and good to be back uh, downtown for a little bit here this afternoon. And you're right, it's uh, it's been a big day. The Senate passed that. The House is working right now in St. Paul to get through it. And what it means for the Unemployment Insurance Fund, that $2.7 billion uh, will repay a federal loan and bring the accounts balance back to required levels. And Paul, without the legislative action, the state law would have required businesses to bear that burden through uh, payroll tax increases and quarterly payments that are actually due April 30th. So a big uh, lifesaver there for businesses. And as you know, we all know, over the past two years, the small businesses have just taken a, a gut punch. So that's a, a big thing for those, sm- for those small businesses here today. And crossing our fingers, the House gets it done today as well. Talk a little bit about the cash for frontline workers. Did did it go from two hundred fifty million to five hundred million? And who qualifies as frontline worker? I know there was some debate about that. It's more than healthcare workers, right? So there are fifteen fifteen different uh, labor segments that uh, qualify. It'll be around a seven hundred fifty dollar average check for um, some six hundred sixty seven thousand workers that are going to be eligible for this. Said. There are requirements for this. It says you have to have worked at least 120 hours in an eligible industry between March 15th, 2020 and June 30th of last year and not have been eligible for telework. So all of that can be found on the Minnesota, um, you know, House and Senate website. But Paul, originally the DFL wanted $1,500 checks, you know, and you know, compromise has to happen. And, uh, $750, Cedric Frazier, a DFL uh, representative, said this, this is real money that these families are going to get and that they've needed over the past two years. So, uh, like you said, these are these are groups that desperately need you know to be recognized for what they've done over the past two years, and you yeah. can't fault them for asking for this. Absolutely. Now, will the checks just come? Rarely do checks just come, but or do you have to? Is there you know something some hoops people have to jump through? Whether it's filling out an online form or calling a phone number, do you have any idea the mechanics, or is that TBD? I think that's still being worked out. I believe there might be um, sort of a roadmap for that. I did hear that it could take a few months, as most of these things do, to get sent out. But, uh, Paul, that's a good question, especially as a lot of these families, you know, have been waiting, and it's been so long that they've been talking about getting this done and mm-hmm. uh, a lot of frustration. But um, they have been saying in the next few months these should start to roll out to these to these people. And again, that $2.7 billion for the Unemployment Insurance Fund. That's a dumb question. Is that coming out of the surplus? It is. So that was one of the things they were talking about, roughly about $8 billion left of that surplus, I believe. So uh, they're slowly chipping away at that. Obviously, it's been a big discussion about what the state is going to do with that historic surplus. And, you know, this is just a good sign of something that useful and giving it back to people who really deserve uh, to see some of that money come back. Mark, are the the wolves going to win this evening? I hope so. I actually have a question for you. What is the definition of a good rumbler? You said that in your your weather forecast. Is that a science term? (laughs) No, no. Uh, No, I mean, you know, when the sky rumbles. Okay. You know, thunder and lightning. Yeah, just... uh, (laughs) I'm bored. I'm making up stuff. Uh, well, okay, I just yeah. I just had to ask. a rumbler. DJ was mostly curious, so well, I, I mean, is that is that more or less than a rumbler and bumbler? I mean, is there like a rumble bumble scale that you go off to you know so that we no. know how much thunder there's going to be? You're really overthinking this <laughs> at this point. It's just 
Thunder rumbles, okay? I mean, it's... it's. <laughs> we want something more scientific, Paul. Do you really? Yeah, well, you've no. come to the wrong no, place. No, we don't. We really don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mark Fry, thank you for the update. Absolutely. Nice to have some good news for right, everybody. Right, exactly. Thanks, Paul. Thank you, Mark. Have a great weekend. When we come back, the travails. DJ just wanted a new phone. And he made the mistake of going into a big box store and thinking it would just be 15 minutes to transfer everything on one phone to a new phone. Well, he's now walking around with two phones, one that works, one that kind of works. Um, boy, some life lessons from the adventures of DJ next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh, oh.